Welcome to the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. With Bushy and the Mountain Man. Hey, welcome to another edition of The Plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. Oh, we've been away for a little while, and I dare say it was Bushy's fault. But we'll definitely get into that. I am, of course, one of the co-hosts of this grand, grand show. I am Bushy. Mountain Man, how you doing? Peter Powell, man, I mean, by God, I cannot complain. A little bit long two-week hiatus, but by God, we're here to catch back up. What about you, I am Bushy? doing a lot. <laughs> Hot better than I was, let me tell you why. <laughs> you know what, I guess it, well, let's just jump into how was your week. Um, how was the week prior to this past week for you? I, I have a hard time remembering the week before, but I'm going to try. How was that week? Well, what's kind of funny, me and you both got hit with the same thing for me. Uh, the week before, it kind of sucked, I won't lie. Uh, ended up with a abscess tooth. Um, but unfortunately, Mountain Man does not have dental insurance. So, Mountain Man has to uh, go with Mountain Remedies. I have to deal with shit like that. So, majority of my week was very, 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 very damn painful. Needless to say, uh, well, since, since both of ours were similar, what about yours? Well, you know, it's funny because the week prior was not bad. You know, work went well. I got some overtime. Uh, I, I got fucked, but I got overtime. Um, I had, I've got a new frequent flyer. Um, Left oh. early sick. It, it, there's nothing that pisses me off more than a bitch dude saying, oh, I don't feel good. I gotta go home. Because all I'm thinking is bitch dude. And then, of course, bitch dude calls off Friday. Right. You know, but we made it through. Now, Saturday, we got a little bit of weather up here in northern New York. It started off with some freezing rain. Mountain man. One. Uh-huh. One-tenth of an inch of freezing rain. And then about three or four Ooh. inches of snow. So it wasn't a lot of ice, okay? Right. I get to work just fine. But hey, this northern redneck had enough sense to buy a goddamn four-wheel drive pickup truck. I get to work, and I already right. find out the bitch dude is called off. Oh, no. Now we're running uh, thousand footers, which requires two people on one machine. Okay, so I'm already a guy down. Right. And then I get a phone call around 5.38 in the morning from a, from a guy that I like a lot. Doesn't normally call in, unless there's fucking weather. Saying, uh, I can't see. I'm not going to be able to make it in, man. I just can't be there today. What the fuck? You can't be here today? I mean, it might be snowing. Now it's northern New York, for fuck's sake. Okay, whatever. You know. So, so now I'm down right. to you guys. 
Then I get a phone call from my assistant foreman saying he's stuck in his driveway in the ice. And I'm like, okay, man, well, you know, let me know what's going on. About 20 after 6, I get another phone call from, man, I still can't get out of here. I'm going to keep trying. I'll call and let you know something. Two hours go by. I haven't heard shit yet. I, like, sent him a message on Facebook. Dude, I will come pick you up. You're around the corner. That motherfucker saw the message and never answered. <laughs> so I'm three guys down. Because of weather. And uh, I ended up getting spoke to later in the week, which is hilarious. I'll have to tell that story in a minute. So I'm pissed off. Okay, I'm three guys down. And I'd, I'd already given one of my guys half the day off. He was leaving at noon. I approved that a month ago. So now four guys down running 1,000 foot rolls. <laughs> I had to call my, I, yeah, wow. it, it was horrible. I had to call my boss. Because we're talking two, two and a half minutes of roll. You've got to have two guys over there. I had no guys put over there. I had no forklift operators except for me. Because my palletizer had gotten into a forklift accident. And uh, he can't drive the lift. So all my forklift drivers called out. I'm the only guy. <laughs> it was a miserable, miserable day. And at some point I made a post. I'm sure you saw it on Facebook. Something to the effect of, uh, if you live in North, uh, people living in northern New York and calling in because of the weather is a lot like a one-armed, uh, a one-armed circus freak calling in because they can't clap. It doesn't make any sense. You never could clap. We always get weather. <laughs> it's part of living in the fucking right. North Country. Well... These two right. particular guys were obviously um, butthurt about said Facebook um, post. And uh, I get called into my boss's office. What did you say on Facebook? <laughs> and I knew exactly what he was talking about when he said that. So, what do you mean, what did I say on Facebook? So you know what you said. I said, no, I don't. What did you say? He says, well, you didn't mention any names. You didn't mention the company. I said, that's right. I didn't say fucking shit on Facebook. <laughs> Because yeah. they couldn't nail, nail me, because I'm always careful. Even when I'm talking here, I'm always careful about what I'm talking about. But these two little butthurt right. bitches tried to, tried to tell on me, because they didn't like the fact that I called them out. And I absolutely called them out. <laughs> but I got overtime that day. I got to stay to work till 5.30 when the next, you know, the night foreman came, you know, came on. Uh, you know, and, uh, so the work week wasn't bad, except for, you know, bitch dude. And then, of course, Saturday. The B and Lady, we go down. We drive that 30, 40 minutes because um, one of the young ladies I was talking to, we've been seeing each other a lot. And uh, she has a she has Aww. a daughter the same age as Nevaeh. Uh -huh. So I'm like, you know, screw it. Let's see what happens. Worst comes to worst, I'll hate each other. We can go ahead and not go any further. So we go down there and right. end up spending the night. And those two girls hit it right off. Now, throughout the night, I start doing an awful lot of groaning. And I'm not talking because, you know, Bushy's having that fun kind of groaning. It's that, oh, because my lower left jaw. Because I've got a bad tooth and I know it. Oh, dude, it was hurting so bad. So bad. And when I woke up in the morning, it was so bad. It was just so much pain. And I'm sitting there just holding my face, waiting for Nivea to get her shit together. And then... You know, her little friend, she wants to come up here. I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't care, whatever. I just want to go take something. <laughs> you know? Right. So I brought an, a, a kid home with me. Now, as I'm sitting at my uh, laptop trying to set up the uh, Big Bushy Power Hour for that uh, uh, Sunday night, 
all of a sudden I feel a sharp pain and then what felt like a tear run through my jaw and I'm hollering I'm not groaning anymore now I'm hollering I'm yelling out loud grabbing my face falling to my knees what was happening at that time was the pus was literally filling up that fast in a matter of five to ten minutes I went from my normal face to a baseball hanging off of my lower left jaw just in five or ten minutes you can feel it swelling and as it's swelling it's stretching that skin it's the worst pain I've ever felt on top of the toothache so I finally looked at uh, Nevea and said hey I'm going to the emergency room got a hold of the other little girl's mom because I'm not just gonna leave her kid without letting her know look I'm going to the emergency room luckily she knew I was in pain four hours right. in the emergency room and they couldn't give me anything for pain except for uh, Motrin because I did not have a ride home. Uh, I have no family up here and I wasn't bothering any of my friends. So because I had to drive, they wanted to give me like Dilaudid or, uh, or morphine. I'm like, no, dude. Can you hook me up with some Vicodin or some Percocet or something? He's like, yeah, I can do that. You got a ride? Right. I said, no. <laughs> so, you know, they pumped me with a bag full of uh, IV antibiotics. And I've still got a scar, a, a bruise on my arm. I have never bruised my entire life from an IV or a shot. I've still got a bruise over my vein. A week and a half later, it looks like I'm a damn heroin junkie. It's ridiculous. But they, <laughs> they, they, they're running through all these tests. Uh, I had to go get a CT scan because my beard covers my face, so they couldn't see how far this you know, baseball-sized lump on my face was. Was it moving towards my brain? Was it moving towards my throat? They couldn't tell. So on top of all the blood they drew, the fluids they gave me, and the antibiotics... They rushed me down for a CT scan. And by rush, I mean I was there for like four or five hours. Send me home with a prescription for more Motrin, Vicodin, and another uh, antibiotic that I have to do for 10 days so that I can go get this goddamn tooth yanked. Took. Right. They tried to take me out of work. And I was like, uh, no, I have overtime this week. <laughs> You're not right. putting me out of goddamn work. I go in Wednesday morning to do the overtime shift, and the day foreman says, do you want to uh, be on a machine, or do you want to be on the floor? My mind said, I want to be on the floor, so if I have to take care of my face, if something's bothering me, I can go ahead and go do it. What my mind should have said is put my ass on a machine, because I was in more pain that day from those six hours of work than I had been, you know, in the, la in the previous day, just sitting on the couch taking Vicodin, because of all the lifting and stuff. I can't believe how much lifting and straining can hurt a swollen jaw. It was it was absolutely ridiculous. But right. it started to go down. It is still sore. Um, I'm able to open my mouth all the way again. I couldn't eat for a few days. Uh, not even wide enough to open your mouth to take a small sip of soup off of a spoon. I had to force jello into my mouth because my mouth would not open. I ended up canceling the power hour that night. It, it was just all kinds of bad. I had to cancel our show. This show that we're recording now, I actually had to cancel. Man, I can't do it. So it's been, uh, it's been interesting. But I got my overtime in, got out on time, and me and Lady went right back down this weekend and had ourselves a good time again. So all in all, not bad. Well, not well, bad. Got to see a really, really good movie that I've been waiting to see. I finally said, fuck it. I bought it on Vudu. Uh, which sucks, because if I was ever lose internet, I can't watch it. Um, which is like a streaming site, I guess. Voodoo's a lot like Netflix, only you can buy movies as well. It just stores right there on my hard drive of my, um, Blu-ray player. 
Well, maybe not the hard drive, so I've got to access it with the internet. But the point is, I've got the film, uh, Blade Runner 2049. And I don't know if you guys out there are familiar with Blade Runner. I don't know if you're familiar with Blade Runner, Mountain Man. It's an all-time favorite film of mine. The old 1982 uh, 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 Harrison Ford science fiction film with Rucker Hauer. Great movie. This movie was amazing. I set up my ass to watch that this weekend. Barring that, it hasn't been too god-awful bad. <laughs> well, well, I'm so glad it hadn't been got awful bad for you because I didn't get the luxury of being able to go to the doctor online. Would you like to hear what the mountain man had to do for oh, his? Oh, I, I would love to hear that because I've got both medical and dental. Well, your your dental can um, kiss the mountain man's ass. But anyway. Yeah, I didn't even use um, my dental yet. That was all health insurance. That was the emergency room. Yeah, still kiss my <laughs> ass. Anywho. Um, the, the mountain remedy up here, as a lot of people know, can do like different things, different stuff here and there to ill a toothache. Unfortunately, and as bad as I hate to say this and admit it, um, for me, whenever my teeth get bad, because my teeth rot from the inside out, it's something genetic and rare that you end up having to get, which sucks. But anyway, with mine, whenever <laughs> my tooth got bad, because normally by the time it does that, it starts right at the top of my uh, gum line, uh, I ended up having to take baby aspirin. It's the only way that I can even attempt to get this to go down. And what you have to do with the baby aspirin, you have to stick it right inside the hole. Nice where all that is and just as soon as you get it down in the hole you have to let it dissolve and what baby aspirin or normal aspirin does when you do that it ends up killing the inside of the tooth and the root not instantly painfully painfully agonizing about peeing yourself down on your knees screaming pain that's the only way the mountain man gets to deal with his, so still, once again, Bushy, kiss my ass. <laughs> hey, I thought Obama forced us to buy health care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and I'm sorry, I'm going to go and spend $230 for me to go sit in the emergency room and do that, and then have to pay on top of that 60 to $50 just for the prescription. So I'm good. I'll, I'll tend to my ways a little easier. Plus, also with diaspora. It eliminates the um, uh, punt to a point. So it basically dries all that out and you don't have to worry about it. But no, if you have to take Mountain Man's Remedy, know that you are going to feel the first damn pain that you have ever felt in your damn oh, life. Lord. I thought I already did. I, I, I'll just go ahead and take your word for it because uh, I know that put me in bitch mode real quick. Like, man card gone. Tears. Didn't like it. Put me in a bad mood. It was funny because after those four or five hours in the ER, the uh, one of the nurses comes in, and it was a male nurse this time, and he says, on a scale of one to ten, you know, how's the pain? And I'm like, the same as the fuck it was when I walked in here, dick. <laughs> you know? Right. And he's like, why is that? <laughs> I was like, because they didn't give me anything for the pain because I don't have a ride. You know, so it was... Uh, 
I'm glad to know you had just as miserable an experience as I've had. I don't feel nearly so bad about having to cancel last week. I feel bad for the listener because we don't have we don't have a vault of stuff. Maybe we should start thinking about that, just putting shit together that we could just jump in and edit real quick and you know over it, it's just yeah. like this. Yep. Yes, we do. Well, I'll tell you what, an official release date, or not a release date, an official date has been released. Rockin' Pod Expo 2. I saw that. August 25th in uh, uh, Nashville, different venue. I'll have to find the link. I will post it in the description of this episode for the GoFundMe. I contributed, uh, contributed last year. I think if you contribute like 20 bucks or so, your admission is paid. I think is how that works. That's how I did it last year. I, uh, I, okay. I I contributed over 200 last year, but I had the means. This year, I might have to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Hoping to go. I've, I've seen uh, uh, some of the guys that they want to have, so I'm excited. Most of the same guys that were there last year. I know it'll be a good time, though. So, yeah, that, that's happening. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Hopefully then that means that if the mountain man can convince uh, Miss Jessica for a little vacation, maybe finally uh, we can actually do a podcast on the Rockin' Pod Expo during that weekend. You never know. It would be fun. We could tap into, uh... actually, we wouldn't even need Wi-Fi. We could record directly to the editing system that I have. Yeah, that could be a lot of fun. (laughs) Exactly. And you never know, since we've had the great Mr. Chris Sinzak on our show, heck, he may end up uh, wanting us to do something there to help with it. You never know. That would be awesome, though. Yeah, it's called it's called direct traffic and get the hell out of the way. <laughs> right, exactly. Speaking of Sinzak, a dream of his was just realized after 20 years of a great great musician being in hiding did you see this mr vinnie vincent the onk warrior himself lead guitar player and brilliant songwriter for the hottest man in the world kiss has come out of hiding yes i actually saw that uh well we actually touched base on it what was it about a month ago that he was planning on coming out and I've I've seen a lot a lot of people talk about uh, anticipation for stuff like that, but dude, that's one of the biggest one of the biggest ones that I believe I've ever seen in a long time, especially oh, for yeah, him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and all this video is popping up on Facebook and on uh, on YouTube, and I just gotta say, my opinion, Vinny looks great. He looks happy. He was so gracious to be there. He was so open with the fans, and he wasn't a dick. I mean, he he could have come out and just been a dick to Gene and Paul, because Gene and Paul have been assholes to Vinny over the years. Now, at least Gene has, you know, complimented his guitar playing and his songwriting, but he's still been a dick, (laughs) you know? And Paul's just been an all-out asshole to him. Vinny was 
very humble, said he loved the guys, you know, he'd love to hang out with them, and uh, I guess uh, uh, Gene wants to have one of the songs that Vinny wrote that didn't make the Revenge album in his vault album, and uh, wants to right. give it to uh, give it to Vinny, so I, I think that's pretty cool. I'm happy as shit that Vinny's back. Um, I saw some video of him just doing some acoustic stuff and singing, and Robert Fleischman from the first yeah. Invasion album... Because Mark Slaughter sang on the yes. second one. But yes, Robert he did. Fleischman, uh, when I the stage, you took the words out of my <laughs> But Fleischman got on stage and sang the song with him. I can't remember which song it was, but it was a slow ballad, beautiful. And him and Vinnie harmonizing. When I heard that, I was like, oh boy, Gina Paul fucked up because Vinnie's got a great voice. And they really couldn't right. use that instead of just making him a, you know, an axe hero. But I'm happy Vinny's back, uh, and, and I hope some good things come. I mean, Christ, he's 66 years old. I do want to go on the record right. to talk shit about some scumbag trolls, though, if I could real quick, before we get in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is exactly what I was Well, good, say. good. And <laughs> it, this, this is the portion of the show, ladies and gentlemen, where Bushy and the Mount Man become dickheads. Absolutely. And, uh... We were talking earlier off mic, and, and I have to say I was almost kind of shocked you agreed with me on this one, but I'm happy you agreed with me on this one. A lot of these asshole trolls, oh, who's the chick? He looks like a chick. He's dressed like a chick. Holy fuck, he's a chick. Assholes. Yep. Assholes. Oh, what's the other one? Oh, look, he got fat. Motherfucker, he's old. He's been hiding out in his house for 20 years, yeah. okay? That's not, that's not conducive to exercise. And the worst part is I've seen a lot of these trolls, okay? Now, now, now I'm no George Clooney, but don't talk shit if you're a 750-pound, you know, elephant man-looking motherfucker talking shit about uh, exactly. Vinny Vincent. And uh, what, I guess what bugs me the most is, does nobody remember the Vinny Vincent invasion? Apparently oh my not. god, after he left Kiss, because he didn't have that big bouffant hair and all that crazy look, because they were, they were going for a different look uh, when Lick It Up came out. But when he went right. out on his own, that was a feminine-looking dude. Okay, so yeah, he'd been gone for 20 years, so you forgot, I guess. But I guess the point is, it's 2018, it's, it's, it's kind of a different world now. Um transgender's okay, you know, gay is okay, these things are okay, and if you want to look like a woman, frankly, all the rock stars that I admire the most all look like women, back when I was growing up. I was fixing to say 100%. You know, I mean, come on, I thought Brett Michaels was a chick in hot until I heard her sing. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm conflicted. <laughs> yeah, what the, what the hell's going on here? No, I 100% agree. Uh, times have changed, yes. The, the the gay people, the transgender, all that. And I, I mean, they've been begging for everybody to accept them now for years. Whether you love them, hate them, whatever, it says to care for everybody no matter what. This is the United States of America. I can start getting over you damn selves. Yeah, Vinnie Vincent is six years old now. It may be within that 20 years. He, he decided he wanted to be a woman. Who gives a flipping shit 
No one. It doesn't matter, and it shouldn't matter. As long as that man's happy with his life, and he is still contributing to what he wants to contribute to, and come back and give some of the explanation of like uh, the 20 years of hell he went through, and still uh, play and sing and do what he wants. Who gives a shit? Quit looking at them differently. Quit running your dick suckers, because no offense, nobody that sat there and did run their mouths like they did can fucking sit there and tell me that they're a damn saint themselves any fucking way. The best thing all of them can do is be happy that the man or woman, whichever one you would like to call himself, is still going by saying he's a man, so... He's, what I'm he's going a with. dude. Last I heard, he's still married happily to, to a woman. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So, but he likes hell, lipstick you never and know. eyeliner. Jesus Christ, so does Brett Michaels. Yeah, right. Uh, so, nah, fuck, look, he's still Panther today. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, just, just fucking get over your damn selves. Quit being such a uh, pompous... Sorry, ass society that you want to put down on every goddamn body, and look at your fucking self before you open your oh, damn yeah. mind. I'm, I'm just happy we have this great talent back. He says he's been playing for seven or eight hours a day. He's been recording. You know how much music he could have backlogged. I, I want to see some of this count. Uh, I, I started to say countless, countless amounts. I mean, none of us could even. Probably even imagine what he's got. Absolutely, because he's an absolute, absolute shredder. And uh, like I said, we're glad Vinny's back. That's not the topic of this show. Maybe it could be a topic no. later. But I wanted to address that shit because uh, that pisses me off. <laughs> oh, agree. Now, what we had planned to do before the Elephant Man decided to show up was we had right. got some bad news on, uh, what was it, January 10th, I think? Yeah. Yes. Fast Eddie Clark, the last surviving member of the classic lineup of Motorhead, passed away. That one hit me. I mean, Lemmy hit me hard because I didn't want to be in a world without Lemmy. You know, and right. Lemmy said some shit that I don't even agree with. I mean, um, I, I saw some concert footage of him saying, uh, there's some of you out there that would think that rock and roll is supposed to sound like Kiss. And you'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but that's classic, classic Lemmy. That one hit me. And yeah. we lost, what, Phil Taylor, uh, Christ, a month before we lost Lemmy. Yep, yeah. December. You yep. know, so... Uh, well, well, well. Fil Filthy was on uh, November 11th of that year, and then uh, Lemmy was a few days yeah. after Christmas. But yeah, you know, losing Fast Eddie Clark was like fuck. This sucks because I got into uh, uh, Motorhead late, late, um, and in fact, when I got into them, this this lineup was already done. But it was this lineup that I heard. My mom had married a much younger guy, and he was into the stuff I was into and more. So he introduced me to a right. lot of other stuff. And he used to record, uh, MTV used to do these hour or two blocks of, uh, of just metal music. And then, of course, the head right. ball came a little bit later. He introduced me to the song Iron Fist, uh, the music video. Blowed away. The fastest stuff I had ever heard at that time. The heaviest stuff I had ever heard at that time. 
look like a bunch of dirty bikers hanging out in the bar. You know, and, and Lemmy's voice was just ridiculous. Filthy was just killing the drums. And he had Fast Eddie Clark just ripping it up. It was such a different sound. I immediately, yeah. immediately fell in love with him. How about you? I mean, what was what was your exposure to Motorhead? Uh, to be honest, uh, hanging out with Granny Clyde all my life. Uh, growing up on classic rock, uh, one of the first songs uh, is actually from the first album, and one of my favorites, uh, "Keep Us in the Road." Uh, came on uh, 99.7 The Fox down here and uh, also they done a 2-4 like a 2 uh double lineup and it was uh, Keep Us in the Road and uh, Ace of Spades so from that point I pretty much uh, kind of got hooked I was never until I got older like oh I have to have their albums this and that uh, <laughs> but it was definitely a band that if I found their album, something like that, yeah, I definitely checked it out, or I was going on YouTube, seeing what else they had going, so, you gotta think, and that, that's, I wasn't even a damn figment of anybody's damn imagination when this band originally was going, oh, so, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I definitely hear that, uh, like I said, I got into, uh, got into them late as well, but I am so happy I did, and they've, uh, they've definitely left their mark on me as a person, and we all know they've left their mark on metal as a whole. Yeah. But um, we decided we would take those first five albums, that classic lineup, running from 77 to 82, and just sit back, party it up, and uh, play a couple of our favorite songs from each of these records. Doesn't that sound like a good fucking time? That sounds like a fantastic oh, Yes, album. it does. And... Uh, I'll go ahead and start this one off. Um, Motorhead 1977 is an album I had to go back and discover. Um, not for this episode, but just in general. And it's funny, uh, a lot of the stuff that I like, I like from um, uh, from their live album, Live at Hammersmith. And uh, this I... one is one that I had heard on that album first before I discovered the uh, debut Motorhead album. And this is Iron Horse Born to Lose.
damn, you just took my second choice. Son of a bitch, now I've got to find another <laughs> I told you, don't believe, be deleting your top fives and shit. <laughs> oh, I did. That's why I've got these other ones right here. <laughs> no, that's... But that's a that's 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 a great tune. Um, it's funny. Uh, when I went and rebought the um, 180 gram live at Hammersmith, for some reason I thought that it had Iron Fist on it. Uh, that was actually that that tour was recorded before the Iron Fist album came out. But I loved Iron Horse. I thought they were the same song. It had been years since I had heard that album. I tell you right. what, love it, and Eddie rips. The, you, you can't top this band at all. It's what you want to hear. For me next, hmm, do 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 do. Well, since you took that one, just as I spoke a moment ago, this song uh, to me, uh, uh, basically for the drums and especially Lemmy's singing. It was one of the one of my favorites of all time, especially first time hearing them. So I'm going to go with uh, "Keep Us in the Road."
what band doesn't want to be on the road all the time because back then that's when you were making your money if you didn't have a deal yet exactly oh man good choice you got another one uh for my second one let's see here this one for especially being as hilarious as a song and it talks about I'm going to have to go with number two on the entire album, since you took Iron Horse from me. I'm going to have to go with Vibrator.
Did they have those back then? Jesus. <laughs> that, that's a good question. I really don't know, but they definitely wanted to talk about it on I'm going to have to re-listen to that. There's there's no way that's what they're talking about. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not at all. It's, t- it's basically talking about them going down the road, the vibration, shit like that. Yeah, but I had to throw that in there just for shits and giggles. Nice, nice. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go with the title track off of this great jam just because I love me some title tracks. This is Motorhead. Oh, man. And then they, uh, 
They must have been touring pretty heavy because their next album didn't come out till uh, 79. They actually released two albums in 79. 79, they broke out with Overkill. And I'm not going to go into how well the albums did and things like that because I don't care about that right now. What I care about is the songs that we really dig, you know, from, from this great band. So Mountain Man, Overkill, song. I'm going to have to go with the self-titled Overkill.
Outstanding, outstanding fucking tune. That's uh, actually one of my favorites, Dick. You know what? That just means it's a great song. That's all that means. Uh, one that I like a lot off of this son of a bitch is I'll Be Your Sister. I love that shit. I um, I, I still, still, still don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> 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 but I do dig that tune, man. It's a lot of fun. A lot of these are just, you know, how they make me feel. I, I just like to rock my head a little bit. You know, good shit, good shit. And fuck, you took overkill from me. I'm gonna go with stay clean.
how funny is it for Lemmy to write a song called Stay Clean? That's just as funny as Keith Richards doing the rock against drugs in the late 80s and early 90s on MTV. Right. <laughs> but I still dig it. What's another track you like off of that album? Well, I'm going to tell something a little funny about this one. Uh, Mom actually has this album on the original cassette tape. It was going through it the other day. I had actually forgot about this song on the album. And it's it's a very, very short damn song, but it's it, it is definitely defines Lemmy's bass and the guitar playing for them. I'm going to have to go with number six, No Class. choice and it was a great way to uh open up side two of that album and lemmy's bass is just sick um i'm going to disagree i'm going to say the defining lemmy's bass comes later but that's just me and again it's because it's, it's well, a, I, I, a, like i said it's the first time i ever heard motorhead so true uh, true no that's great too and, and and lemmy's beating the shit out of it and Fast Eddie Clark ain't fucking around, and of course, Filthy, I, Jesus. There's a reason this band 
made such an impact, you know, you know, on hard rock metal, speed metal, whatever you want to call it. '79, they released the second album, uh, Bomber, and um, it's like, what are you trying to be kissing shit? I mean, because that was released in October. Uh, but yeah, what's the song you dig off of that one? Well, I'm going to have to go with this track, one of the longer ones done by them on it, but I'm going to have to go with number four, Sharpshooter. song too man jesus there you know that's the funny thing there's a lot of great motorhead songs they, now they have a lot of filler 
but they have a lot of good deep yeah. stuff, you know. Uh, they do. Like for instance, I like Lawman.
That's a good one. Hell yeah, that's a good song. Good lord, that's a good song. Glad I got to hear it. What's another one you like on that album? Well, I, <laughs> this song cracks me up. I still, this one, I, I, there's many ways to translate it, but I'm going to have to go with Taking Head. <laughs> Talking Head. Yeah. Yep. That was mine too. Let's hear it. Yeah. 
guess. <laughs> that, that's a great tune. I, I can't argue with that one at all, obviously, because I had it on my list. Um, lots of fun. I'm going to go with Stone Dead Forever. Very good.
Oh yeah, this is how we should be doing this shit. Like, fuck giving you a long explanation. I like this song, I'ma play it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, then 1980 rolls around. And, um... They actually put some time and effort into this one. And this is their big, you know, critically acclaimed album. This is the one that, you know, broke yep. Motorhead all over the place. I, I still think... I, good album. I don't think it's it, it's the best album like everyone tries to say it is. You know? No. Damned. It's got two of my all-time favorite, favorite, favorite Motorhead songs on it. I will tell you that. And, uh... It's like about three of mine. Nice, nice. Tell me what was not the title track. Well, <laughs> uh, not the track. Well... This one, uh, a good fun <laughs> song, and especially just uh, the just as much as them playing fast uh, British metal music, exactly as the title says, fast and loose. <laughs>
Yes. <laughs> yes. Lots of good stuff on this. I actually gave this album away on a, on one of my radio shows one night. Guy came over to co-host with me, and we did that. I forget what the contest was. But yeah, we gave away 180 gram Ace of Spades. For me, the defining song on this. We are the Road Crew! It's not the band, it's the guys behind the scenes. Great tune. 
Lemmy's bass is on point. I love that guitar solo, the double kick. That, that song is just gold. Even better. Even better on Live at Hammersmith. What's, a, right. what's, a, what's another one, man? Because we got some Motorhead love going on today. Yes, we do. I'm going to have to go with uh, side two of the cassette tape, if you had it or whichever, but number 11, The Chase is Better Than The Catch.
great song. What a great song. That was actually my choice. But you know what? I've got a third on here that I like a lot. And, uh, god damn, I can't. Fuck. Did I just play that Trace's Benefit to Catch again? <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> love me like a reptile. Sorry, I'm I'm wiping things off right now. Ah, uh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Those are some good songs. 
actually have to, as we're recording this, I have to add Love Me Like a Reptile because that's definitely my third favorite on there. But I didn't expect you to like the same shit I liked. Well, I've come to the realization with me and you, we both love deep tracks. So, yeah, we're we, we're just about neck and neck on those. Would you like to know my third one just for shits and giggles? Absolutely. Well, here, this one, uh, just talking about them uh, jail baits in general, number eight itself, jail bait. Fuck, that's a good song, too. <laughs> That's a good song too. You know what? Fuck it. I played it.
<laughs> yeah. Oh, in so many ways. Oh, good tune, good tune. Then we move on to my favorite, my absolute favorite Motorhead album. I'm lying. It's my second favorite Motorhead album, but it's my absolute favorite studio album. 1982, Iron Fist. And I tell you what, I'm going to go with the song that made me a Motorhead fan. That's right, bitches. Title track. You know me, Iron Fist. never heard anything so fast i had never heard vocals that way those drums are insane the guitars are sick love 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 everything about that track that is what made me a motorhead fan greatest song they ever did my all-time favorite motorhead track what do you got all right for this one i'm actually going to have to and this is the reason why i had to compile my notes on this one this one is going to have to go to one of our 
other favorite bands that me and you both love, the lead singer himself, guested on the show. A little oh, while. I know where you're going. I'm going to run. Yes. So I'm going to have to run with our good friend from Thrasher Die, uh, a couple other bands that he's got going on out, going on out there. But I'm gonna have to go with the original that they done, but also remade and redone by our friend who sung it, which is Doctor Fuck. I am the doctor. Great choice. Great choice. That song just absolutely rips. And uh, this one... This one's a little weirdish. Uh, it's it's not <laughs> fast. It's, it's still heavy. But it's not fast. But Lemmy, when he came to this country, loved it so much. But he noticed a lot of hypocrisies going on in this country. But he loved the freedoms that you could have. You know, you could be a hypocrite and still enjoy the freedoms in this country. And he wrote right. this one, America. America. 
great tune. I love the bass going on in there. It's 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 so weird. Everything about this song is weird. But it's a great, 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 great tune. I thought you were going another way to another song, but that that is a damn good choice. You're exactly right. It it wasn't fast, but it is definitely heavy, especially lyrically and with his bass. I mean, he definitely throws every oh, bit yeah, of it. Yeah, great out. way to, to to open up the uh, second side of that record. Well, for my second one, this is basically what me and you on a daily basis end up having to tell quite a bit of people because of how stupid and idiotic they're being. I'm going to run with number four, Go to Hell. Uh, 
I don't tell enough people to go to hell. I, I do, I do, I do, and I'm, my hand is raised all the way to the slit. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Rest in peace, Eddie. Rest in peace, Phil. Rest in peace, Lemmy. It's it's so sad to know sure. that uh, the original Motorhead is gone, man. They're all gone. The classic lineup, I guess. It is. A couple other guys in there. The uh, the classic lineup is gone. No more. Yeah. Now, Eddie also did some great stuff with Fastway. Definitely not Motorhead sounding stuff, but uh, his his guitar no. work really lent itself to that band as well. A lot of good stuff. I I, I enjoy yeah. them too. But yeah, they're they're going to be missed, man. Um, I know I feel old because sure. all my heroes are dying. Oh, dude, I was raised classic rock in the 80s hair metal, so trust me, it, it ain't just your hero. I will have to say, though, you you said you was talking about the, uh, uh, the newer guitarist. Uh, there is actually one part of them that is separate from this, and I'm going to be talking now a little bit just to continue the conversation for a minute within the WWE. Um, them doing uh, Triple H's uh, theme song, the game, and also uh, the oh, King yeah. of Kings, and, and the song for Evolution, actually, to me, brings back classic Motorhead, in my personal opinion. Well, that's because Lemmy is Motorhead. You know, he's going. He he dictates that sound. You know, this is how it's going to be. Yes. And that bass and the way he plays bass, because Lemmy doesn't play bass like a bass player. He he plays yeah. bass like a guitar player, which is very very different. <coughs> he does a lot of weird chords and such with his bass, and uh, he, absolutely absolutely amazing. And I and I loved those songs he did for you know the WWF back in the day. Thought they were absolutely amazing. Yep. Um, and I'm glad we got to play these songs because, uh, man, these guys are gone, and those first five albums were just blistering, especially, especially when you think about the time. You know, they were considered speed metal, and even when I heard it in the mid late '80s, it was insane fast to me. You know, I yes. hadn't discovered you know thrash metal yet. So this stuff was just, holy hell. And I had already heard the Sex Pistols of Dead Kennedys, and these guys just felt faster to me. Yes, agree. You know? you know what? Screw it. Just for shits and giggles, Bushy, play for me, if you don't care, Motorhead, uh, King of Kings. Behold the king. The king of kings. your knees, dog.
King of Kings. To me, that song, especially honoring those three gentlemen, I know, I know, two of them or one, one of them didn't get to play on on that song, but that one right there for them representing uh, heavy metal or rock in general. Period. That right there, that song is, without saying anything about Triple H, is an epiphany of the way everybody should look at Motorhead today. They are the king of kings for starting this and sending heavy metal from then to what it is into today. That, that could be because um, it did have that crossover feel while still being Motorhead. Yes. You know, and, uh, and, you know, they've done that a lot. I mean, even on the album uh, 1916, that track 1916, which is such a slow song, um, and it's basically a war song. It's a song that closes out the album. You know, and I and I, and I guess Lemmy had to fight to get that on there because, uh, you know, the you know record company, oh, that's not Motorhead, it's not going to work. But the, the whole talking about men in battle and, you know, watching his friend die covered in blood and how it's sung so slow yep. you know the music's slow there's there's i don't think there's any guitars in there at all you know it's it, lemmy's not afraid or he wasn't afraid god i hate saying wasn't wasn't afraid to step outside the box so yeah there you go king of kings i loved when triple h came out that way he looked like conan the barbarian by the way it's hey, I, I, I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Okay. 25th anniversary of Raw. What'd you think? 
for aspects that I got to watch because I had to work last night, I loved a lot of it, but some of it was so scripted as like, really? That's as much as you put into it on certain little instances. I love The Undertaker, except for at the end of his speech. It sucks, basically. It almost sounds like he's in, guess what, guys? Yeah, I'm here for this, but all of us that's been here this long, we're done. That, that kind okay, of so it sounded like yeah. a retirement speech to you two. Okay. Yes, it's exactly what it sounded like to me, him saying, basically, we all need to rest in peace from this day forward. That that almost sent a tear down my face coming from him. Uh, Generation X with uh, Balor Club, that, that that could have been done a little bit, but hell, they just remade the 1,000th 1, episode with them beating up the Ascension, in my opinion, just the NWO and the Michael. That was the only thing that was different on right. that aspect. Um, the women's fights were really good. Older it was okay, but it wasn't the spectacular show I honestly thought WWE could have put out. I uh, don't disagree. I loved, however, when Stone Cold came out. That I was hilarious. Vince throw a shade under the bus and Stone Cold stunning Shane. And then, you know, yep. Steve Austin and Vince having a beer and then he stunned him. And then he sets a beer down in front of Shane. Here, man, have a beer. It's okay. We're good. It stuns him again. <laughs> yep. Classic, classic <laughs> Steve Austin. I absolutely enjoyed it. I can't lie. I got a big grin on my face. Like a big, stupid, shit-eating grin when they were bringing out the divas. The, the, the women's wrestlers. Right. Now... Uh, uh, Nikki Bella, I love what she does, that little hip shake thing, okay? I, I, I can't lie. And I... John Cena's a little yes, fucker. Yes, And I would be like, no, do that or get off me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay, the Bella Twids were out there. When I heard that... <laughs> Dude, I jumped up off my couch because Trish Stratus was Always my girl. And she's still hot as hell. I was so happy to see her come out and be a part of that. And, of course, Kelly Kelly and, you know, Tori Wilson. I wish they would have brought back, oh, man, who was legs? Stacy Keebler. Keebler, you know? yep. But there, there were some things that I loved and there were some things I hated. I'll tell you what I did love. And I would actually uh, like to see this storyline happen. Elias Jericho. That would be an awesome That was great, because yeah. he's sitting there talking shit. No, 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 it's okay. I brought my own guitar, because he's in a fucking metal band. <laughs> right. No, 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 I brought mine. Don't worry. But you still make the yes. fucking list. <laughs> that was absolutely great. It was absolutely great. You know, um, I don't know, I... I, th I thought it was good. I, I didn't make it to the end. I heard there was a big blowout, but between the guys, you know, Braun, Kane. Oh, God. I saw like and, uh, 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 yeah. Lester. Uh, I didn't see that. I've still got to watch it. I've got to watch the very eggs. I couldn't hang anymore. Because at 11 o'clock, they're well, still then, doing a match. You're like, okay, now we got a match going. I'm like, wait, yeah. what? Well, yeah, well, I won't spoil it for you. I'll let you catch up on that one, but... The, the, the only thing I'm trying to look at, I mean, it's been planned all year, Lesnar versus Reigns, WrestleMania. They're, they're still trying to put over Roman Reigns. 
why everybody hates the guy, I don't know. He he is an awesome wrestler. Yes, is he lost the IC title? God, that pissed me off. But I'm still trying to figure out if they're really going to do this after a year and everybody knowing it. They're going to try to push Roman over again. Personally, for me, Brock Lesnar is not there. So if they were to actually this Sunday give the belt to Braun, as much as Roman Reigns and Braun has fought, I think that would be a damn good, awesome uh, main event for WrestleMania. Braun winning at the Royal Rumble and Reigns winning the Royal Rumble. I think that would turn out to be a better match than than Brock versus Roman. I hadn't thought that through. Because I like Roman Reigns. Well, you think... Anyway, but man, I want Braun Strowman to be the champ. Oh, I I 100% agree, but they, it's, you know how they're trying to win Roman Reigns over, they've been trying that for over a year now, and it's been planned that Roman's going to win the Royal Rumble again, and tie with Steve Austin with three Royal Rumble wins, and get the title, but Brock Lesnar's just, he does the same shit over and over, it's nothing new, nothing different, Brock Lesnar to me is just getting old-fashioned. Give it to Braun, give it to somebody that big. Let him have a shot with it for a while back and forth. Dude, that, that right there would be an awesome match. Because did you see the ambulance match between Roman oh, Reigns yeah. and Braun? Oh, yeah. Uh, that classic shit right there between two of them. And it won Roman over a little bit. Put them two in the main event at WrestleMania, that, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I think they would definitely do some uh, really good work out there. Well, man... Anything to promote? Anything to promote? I'm going to promote, actually, a little thing on Facebook that I actually just noticed not too long ago that we were on. I'm going to have to promote our brother in the podcasting world, Mr. Ken Mills, his page on Facebook, This Week in Podcasting. If you want to get any information on any or all podcasts, that is being looked at, talked about, or even brought up. Go on Facebook and look up This Week in Podcasting, and our brother, Ken Mills, goes on there and posts anything and everything, even though our show hasn't made it on there yet. <coughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> but, but if you're I like know, being pod scum. Right. <laughs> But for anybody that's wanting any information, I mean, I went on there after I seen that Ken added added me and you individually. Uh, going on there and seeing some of these other guys and stuff that's doing what we're doing, the same thing, trying to get, you know, just out there and stuff. And hearing Ken's reviews on them is absolutely awesome. So if anybody gets a chance, definitely check that out and support our brother Ken Mills and trying to keep this podcasting scene alive. Oh, this scene's not dying. This scene's not dying. I'm going to go with Motorhead Live at the Hammersmith. It's one of my favorite uh, live albums. It captures Motorhead and all their ridiculous glory. That uh, classic lineup, man. Filthy, Fast Eddie Clark and Lemmy. Hungry and getting it done. Get the 180 gram final. That's the best I have heard that damned album. I'll tell you what. And also, I would just like to say, you know, there's a lot of shows out there. Send us your 
promos, okay? But I'll go ahead and name them right now. Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. The reason I have a radio show, the reason I started doing YouTube record reviews, the reason I'm doing this now, really, check those guys out. They're great. Uh, the, the Ken Mills Projects, um, Podcast, Zilch, Pop, and oh my God, uh, Cheap Talk. It's a cheap trick podcast. Yep. Uh, check out yep. the Decibel Geek Podcast. Check out Podcast Rock City. Check out Freeform Rock Podcast. Check out uh, Terrence and Rudin and Friends uh, Podcast. Give all these guys a shot. Yep. Some are better than others. Yep. Some are well known. But they're all our brothers. They all do a great job. Check out Talk To Me. Check out The Kiss Room. There's a lot of great stuff out there, especially if you're into music podcasts. And I know we're not always yes. a music podcast because we like to go all over the place. But you know what? Music is our passion, too, here at, at, at the plug with Bushy in the Mountain Man. Am I wrong? No. All righty. So, so, yeah, you can lump us into the music if you want. We're not always going to do that. You know, we'll do movie reviews. We'll do politics. We'll talk wrestling. We'll talk video games. You never know what the hell we're going to talk about. Some days we'll just fucking talk like we're sitting in the living room drinking beers. <laughs> Pretty much. We've actually done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. or twice. Once or twice, Once or twice six. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, check all these guys out. I have one promo. Nobody else has set the promo. I'll play that now. Hi, this is Mark Olden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we rock and roll all night and party every day. Come check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Thank you very much. All right, that was Mark Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast. Uh, he hangs out with Lee Gersman. Holy shit, check out the Lee Gersman Show. How could we forget the Lee Gersman Show? I was actually going to interrupt you. That's why I went uh, a minute ago, but you kept going, so I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll mention it when he's done. Yeah, yeah, Bushy Talks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Rock. All right, Mountain Man. Final thoughts. Same as always, brother. Stay sick. Take care of one another. And I really mean quit the fucking fighting and shit. Take care of one another. Skitter, pow, meow, meow, mountain man out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Motherfuckers. Bye, vinyl. We'll see you next week. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when, when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week. You remind me of the babe. Babe with the power. Power of voodoo. Voodoo. You do. Do what? Remind me of the babe. I saw my baby. Crying for this babe. Good What could I do?
the babe. The babe with the power. What power? Power of voodoo. Voodoo. You do. Do what? Remind me of the babe.